0: Cooper Rush wears number 10, throws right-handed, and he'll throw over the middle, and it's intercepted by the former cowboy, Xavier Woods. How good does that feel? How good does that feel? You're now a member of the Vikings teammates running out on the field to give you hugs and high fives,
1: Xavier Woods.
2: Yo, happy Friday, and welcome to another edition of Vikings Vantage, presented by Pepsi. I hope you all have had a great week. My name is Gabe Henderson from the Vikings Entertainment Network, and I'm joined by my co-host tonight, Vikings.com's Tatum Everett. And Tatum, like last week, what a week it has been here at TCOPC, Twin Cities Orthopedics Performance Center. And I'm kind of ready just to get this bad taste out of my mouth. It's Friday. I'm still not over the Dallas Cowboys loss. I just want to get get ready for this Sunday's game against the Baltimore Ravens and. I don't know any other way to get there than just talk this thing out and get ready and just (laughs) hear from Zimmer before uh, we get ready for this Baltimore Ravens game on Sunday.
3: Yeah, it, it is definitely a bad taste. It's a great way to describe what happened on Sunday. But the only thing you could do with it is learn from it and get better and move on. You're still not out of it. You know, you don't necessarily control your own destiny at this point, but that doesn't mean that you can't make a run for it right now and and get going. I mean, this is the stretch of games we've been talking about yeah. for so long. This is the second in a four-game gauntlet we were talking about. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the more I look at this matchup, though... Um, I, I really think, again, I mean, I said this with the Cowboys game. I really think this is a winnable game.
2: Oh, for sure. I mean, when you look at this Baltimore Ravens team, you look at the defense and you're like, okay, there will be some shots similar to the Dallas Cowboys. Yep. They have a really good offense. They got a really good quarterback similar to the Dallas Cowboys. It's just us controlling what we can control and taking care of business. But one guy that knows both the Baltimore Ravens and the Minnesota Vikings really well is our guest on the show tonight. His name is Matt Burke, and I think, like I said, I think it's safe to say he knows both teams well. It's crazy because he was on arguably the best – he started his career in 98 and on arguably the best Vikings team ever with the That's Randy true. Moss team. Same, He, dra- he was, got drafted the same draft as Randy Moss, and then he ended his career with the Super Bowl on arguably the greatest Baltimore Ravens team. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. 15-year veteran, and he's joining the show, and I'm excited to – have an opportunity to talk to him. It'll be good just to dissect the current state of the Vikings. I think that's what we're all trying to do right now. Is like, like who are the Vikings? Like, what's the identity? It's
1: a good question. Like, are we
2: in a good place? Are we in a bad place? And just having him on will be uh, good thus far. But speaking of a roller coaster season, like, how how are you? Being that it is your first year here with the Minnesota Vikings.
3: Well, I will say night games just hit differently okay. here. They are just next level when you're inside US Bank and you see the light show and the snow falling and the introduction sequence, it just kind of hits you all at once and it was so impressive. Just wish the fireworks were on the field, honestly. It was it was kind of um, disheartening to see the product on the field because I think we've talked about this for a few weeks now, but this team has all of the pieces and they're talented. You know, when you start listing out position groups, you're like, what is wrong? What's going on? Because I look at on paper and everything seems like it will line up. And I'm just waiting for the light bulb to kinda turn on or the another cliche like the the switch to flip because I think this team has a lot of potential. I just don't know if they've found it yet.
2: <laughs> well, they gotta find it this coming Sunday <laughs> when traveling to the charm city to play the Lamar Jackson five and two Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens, as we know, are coming off a much needed buy after losing forty-one to seventeen to the Cincinnati Bengals in week seven. The boom is set for noon. Central Time at m Bank Stadium in Baltimore, Maryland. And you can listen to that game right here on the Vikings Radio Network, KFAN 100.3. All right, Satan, this series is tied 3-3 three to three between these two teams with a six-point differential. So what's one thing you like about this matchup between the Vikings and Ravens on Sunday?
3: I like the offense's chance to run up the scoreboard okay, in this game. It up. I do. I'm, I'm ready to see it again. You know, the Vikings are scoring an average of 30 points per game on the road. Conversely, it's only 18 at mm-hmm. U.S. Bank Stadium, which is so funny because that's usually just never the case. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an anomaly, but it's an anomaly I hope they capitalize on this yeah. weekend. Um, I also think this really is one of those games that, and I hate saying this because I feel like this is the case every week, but it could come down to the final possession mm-hmm. because as much heartache and you know high blood pressure moments we've had as Vikings fans this year, The Ravens are four of seven games. Four of their seven games have also come down to the (laughs) final possession. And so I just feel like this is going to be a game where you have to play until the very end, which is something Anthony Barr talked about Mm -hmm. this week, that they really have to play all four quarters and not just a good three and a half.
2: Right. Andre Patterson said earlier this week, like, we got to stop playing to lose. We got to start playing to win. And that's what really good teams do. I think personally, this game would be a shootout. I think it's uh, both teams would be in the 30s. We have two high explosive offenses going against each other. That makes for fireworks. And I think there will be a few fireworks. You got Lamar Jackson, arguably the most dynamic athlete in the NFL. And then you got Dalvin Cook, who, in my opinion, I'm most excited about because we haven't really seen much of Dalvin Cook all year. He's been hurt two games. He had the 140-yard rushing game in Carolina. Then this past Sunday, it was like, oh, man, we're, like where did Dalvin go? And I know Dalvin is, I mean, in my opinion, he's the best running back in the NFL. But at the same time, he has not been involved in the passing game. I've said this a few times this week, and I think with this Baltimore Ravens team that likes to blitz, they blitz mm-hmm. 40% of the time. That opens up opportunities for Dalvin in space, Dalvin with one-on-ones against linebackers and just opportunities for him to get the ball Early, often, and in the end zone, and I, I'm just I'm just huge on reliving that Green Bay Packers game last year. We played them. I think it was it was a game. It was a game after the bye last year, and Dalvin had a, a hell of a game. Uh, two passing touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns. I know he had four touchdowns that game, and I think it can be another one of those games if Dalvin can get out in space on Sunday.
3: I think after the game that Justin Jefferson had, it was a very frustrating performance for him. I think this is going to be a really big game for him mainly because I saw the performance that Jamar Chase had Hmm. against this Ravens secondary who's gone through a lot of injuries this season. Jamar Chase torched Marlon Humphrey for 201 yards. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, this is an all-pro we're talking about here. So the fact that Justin Jefferson is kind of due, I mean, Mm -hmm. he's been consistent this season. Last week was not the best for him, but he is just due for one of those signature Kirk to J.J., type of performances where we see two touchdowns, 120 yards, 150 yards. Like I can, I feel like that's kind of for the taking at mm-hmm. this point. Um but I also thought this was a pretty interesting stat that I found. 147 of those 201 yards from Jamar Chase came against the Blitz. So Mm -hmm. to your point of Ravens being a very Blitz happy defense, Kirk can take some shots.
2: And he should take some shots. And I think those shots are going to have to come early because this Baltimore Ravens defense, they're not good in the first quarter. This Baltimore Ravens team is not good in the first quarter. I think they're like the fifth worst scoring offense in the first quarter. So if you jump on these guys early, there will be opportunities to put your foot down these guys throat and make a statement coming off of a would be
3: great yeah just enforce yeah. your will right in the beginning and carry it all the way until <sighs> the end I mean I just want to kind of smooth sail the second half and just yeah. play some not play prevent defense yeah. by any means but I want to I want to I want to just breathe yeah that's and, all <laughs>
2: yeah because I feel like everybody's so tense during yeah. the third and the fourth quarter that it, Rick Spillman used the word exciting it is not exciting if it's you're exciting. <laughs> if you're I mean either whether you're on the winning or losing side of the, of the spectrum like it's not exciting as a fan being a part of these games, but we've got another big one on Sunday, and Mike Zimmer knows that, and he is excited about it, and this is what he said to the media earlier today.
1: Excited to get back uh, on the field Sunday. Uh, Baltimore is a terrific team. You know They run the ball great, throw the ball deep very well, good on special teams, and uh, and uh, you know they got a really good blitz package and uh, play a lot of, lot of tight coverage, so we're gonna have to play really well. Questions?
2: their run schemes dictate a lot of prep preparation just in terms of getting all that volume in and everything they do?
1: Yeah, they got a lot of different kind of plays, different uh, motions, different, you know, rockets, fly sweeps. Uh, so yeah, we got to be, it's it's very assignment oriented football. What can you say about Mason Cole as a center? I mean, he seems to be a pretty darn good backup center with all his experience starting. Yeah, he's done a good job. He did a good job at Arizona. Um, you know, we're glad we have him. Mike, uh, is the understanding that, that
2: Dakota and Garrett that hopefully is it is term, in terms of the guys you got to put on that list? Yeah, we'll,
1: we'll find out more tomorrow, Sunday probably. How much
2: of an emphasis is third down this week on both sides of the ball after how uh, Sunday night went?
1: Yeah, and and this team, you know, they, they'll run the ball quite a bit on third down. You know, we got one last week too, so we're going to have to do a great job in understanding the situation. You can't just play pass there and, and then um, you know, their defense brings a lot of different looks on third down. We're going to have to be really diligent in, in the way that we handle the protections.
2: Did uh, Michael Pierce have a setback at all?
1: Not really, he just wasn't quite ready.
2: Okay. Is that still something you hope it can be week to week, like maybe next week might be the week first? Yeah, I hope so. For
1: sure.
2: Uh, what do you remember about your trips out there in Baltimore? Is there anything you can take away just from being in the division years ago and, and going out there every year?
1: well uh the one game we went out there was like three days after my wife died so you know i remember that good okay thank you
2: well, it was good to see Michael Pierce practicing this week. I know you talked to him earlier in the week, and one thing he didn't want to talk about was his injury and playing against the Baltimore Ravens. So,
3: just another game for him, right?
2: Just another game. So, make sure you guys go to Vikings.com to check that interview out, as well as the full injury report that is out right now. This game is very important, Tatum. Three and four, he got a chance to go back to 500. Um, I mean, I would like to say it's a must-win game, but every single game in the NFL is a must-win game. So I don't want to use that term. Especially when you're
3: also at three and four. They're all must-wins at this point. If you want to be in the conversation, there's an NFC North race going on right now. And the Packers have such a heavy lead that you're really fighting for that second spot. And you can't get behind the Bears in this one because you still have to face them twice this season. And so this, to me, like it's all all on the line right now. And I feel like we said this before the bye, but... even more so after the performance against Dallas, like just come out here and prove that you're a better team than what you showed on Sunday.
2: Yeah, everybody knows. Talk to every expert. Everyone knows this Minnesota Vikings team is better than what their record shows. Now is the time to go out there and prove it. Now is the time to like dig deep and say, okay, who are we going to be? Who are we going to be the rest of the season? And we got to stick to that and we got to find an identity and be what that identity is. We don't, we don't know what the identity you of know. this team is with the going down. Now we have to redefine our identity as in defense. And I think it's a great opportunity for DJ Juan, a show Richardson, this entire defensive line to step up and prove themselves or prove to the world that this defense is here to stay. Well, coming up after the break, we will have Matt Burke joining the show, a St. Paul native, former center for the Minnesota Vikings and the Baltimore Ravens. Don't turn the dial. We'll be right back with Vikings Vantage. Hey, Vikings fans, this football season, make Pepsi your go-to game day drink because it's the only drink for football watching. Pepsi, that's what I like. All right, welcome back to Vikings Vantage presented by Pepsi. My name is Gabe Henderson from the Vikings Entertainment Network and our guest of the night, Mr. Matt Burke. Joins the show. He spent 11 years here in Minnesota and four years in Baltimore. And Matt, we were just talking a little bit. Um, I'm new to the city. I've been here about 17, 18 months. And of course, the first thing when I said, I asked a few people, hey, you you guys got Matt Burke's number? And the first thing they said was, look, he went to Creighton Durham Hall. You coach. Well, of course, some people know that I coach at St. Thomas Academy. And they were like, do you know how deep this rivalry runs? And that was a part of the rivalry this year. I guess it was the first time, in like five or six years, the St. Thomas Academy and Creighton played. And I was like, "Oh shoot!" Like people care about this.
0: Oh yeah, man! Especially on the St. Paul side of the river, which is where I where I rain from. Uh, it's a it's a rivalry goes all. I mean, way, 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 way back. And it's let uh, say it's good to have the rivalry going again. It wasn't real good how that game went this year, but you know, gave you win some, you lose some, and just. Uh, enjoy you know to the victor go the spoil so you guys over at st thomas academy enjoy it this year because uh <laughs> let's just say next year we're gonna make we're gonna try to make sure it's a different outcome
2: <laughs> you sound like michael floyd i saw michael floyd in the booth um during that game that game was at tco stadium and he was he said the same thing he was like yeah enjoy it this year and you know it, it's always fun to see the guys compete i mean both guys i mean all the guys from both teams just you know, basking in what I guess is one of the deepest robberies in the state of Minnesota. So um it it would be fun to, to continue this robbery and I guess be on the I don't know, I guess the good good guy side? I don't I don't know. Who
0: cares? I don't know about that. Let's just say <laughs> that, there's nothing better than high school football. And that was a great atmosphere out of T C O with the the kids in the community. I mean I don't know there's five, six thousand people there. Mm-hmm. That was that was a
2: great night. Yeah, great night. Great guys. Great teams. Both are, were great teams. But I want to talk about this upcoming matchup on Sunday. Um, Vikings, Ravens. You play for both teams. Um, it's crazy. Um, Randy Moss was drafted in the same draft as you. I'm I'm, I'm going to leave it that way. And <laughs> you you play for arguably the greatest Vikings team of all time, and you play for the greatest, arguably the greatest Ravens team of all time. So, ha- have you like how closely do you follow this Ravens team now? being that you still live in Minnesota?
0: Well, very close because uh, my boys, uh, my oldest boy was one when we moved to Baltimore. Uh, he remembers the Super Bowl and winning. So, I mean, if your dad wins the Super Bowl with a team, you're going to be a lifelong fan of that team, which which he is. And two of my other boys were born in Baltimore. So they're actually big Ravens fans, not so much Vikings. So because of them, um, you know, we um, I, I have to watch the Ravens games <laughs> with them and, uh, which I'm not complaining because the Ravens are a pretty fun team to watch. I'm a, you know, obviously I think the world, John Harbaugh, he was my coach. He's still there, but uh, they've got, I think the most exciting player in the NFL, Lamar Jackson playing quarterback. So we watch a lot of, I mean, I'm glad they're purple. you know, cream their malls, purple Vikings are purple. <laughs> Ravens are purple, all different shapes. That's, that's, that's kind of my color. Uh, uh,
2: clearly, clearly. I mean, you, you haven't changed color since um, I guess that, uh, well, it's been a few years since you've changed colors. Let me put it that way. And just speaking yeah. of just this this team, um, the, the line right now as we are recording this interview has the Ravens minus six. Um, as a Vikings fan, my, personally myself, I, I do think this Vikings team can win. But for Vikings fans out there that are saying, okay, well, you are playing a, a really good Baltimore Ravens team. Why should they believe the Vikings can win this game?
0: Well, the Vikings aren't the underdog because they lack the talent. I mean, I think there's there's talent there, and we've seen it, right? I mean, we've mm-hmm. seen Kirk Cousins, you know, when he's given time, he's as good as anybody in the pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, the receiving core, the running back, Dalvin Cook. I mean, I think Dalvin Cook's one of the top two or three running backs in the entire league. He's one of the few guys that's a difference maker at that position. So, I mean, the Vikings certainly can win. The talent is there. It's not a lack of talent. It's just for some reason it hasn't come together, and they haven't played as consistently as you would like them to play um, as, a, as a Vikings fan. Um, yeah, you know, and, and Baltimore, I mean, listen, it, it, it's a week to week league. We all know that. Um, sometimes there seems to be no carryover from one week to the next. And, you know, that's good news for the Vikings because they lost a the game last week at home to the Dallas Cowboys and some quarterback nobody ever heard of, which uh, is not a good feeling. But you're going on the road. MT Bank Stadium is a very tough place to play. The Ravens have one of the best home records over the last 20 years uh, of any team. Uh, tough place to play. Uh, and the Ravens are coming off a, a bad loss, a ho- bad home loss. Uh, they got slacked by Cincinnati, a division foe, in their stadium two weeks ago before the bye. So, you know, they're going to come out ornery as well, um, but they but they had a layoff. Sometimes sometimes teams come out of the bye flat. You you just don't know. But, yeah, it's not like, um, I mean, this is not a, a slam dunk win for the Ravens by any means.
2: I mean, you've been a part of this, this, I will not even say rivalry just yet since teams, these both teams have only played each other six times in history. But you've been a part of some shootouts in the times that you've played for both the Ravens and the Vikings when they faced each other. Um, the Vikings averaging 23 points. The, the Ravens averaging 26. they're both giving up about 20, 22 to 23 points a game. And this rivalry has seen games that have ended 38 to 31 or ended in the high 30s. Do, do you think this game can be a shootout? Similar to how it's played out in, in, in past games,
0: I think it will because I think both both offenses are not pleased with the with the way they played the last time they took the field, and both offenses have have a lot of talent. So I could definitely could definitely see that happening. Uh, you know, especially you know last week, I think probably the biggest complaint as you look back on the Vikings Dallas game is the Vikings were just way too conservative um, with the weapons that they have. They need to they need to take shots and open things up, and you know take a, take a few chances. Let your let your playmakers make plays. It's really hard to go all the way down the field getting four yards of play mm-hmm. um, in the NFL, no matter no matter how good you are. So, yeah, I do think I do think offenses are going to come out uh, greased up and ready to go from, from from the opening snap. and And you're right. I never really thought about it, Gabe, but this 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 brief rivalry does have a history of high scoring and really wild games. <laughs> uh, when I was at the Ravens, we had a wild game at the at the Metrodome. Um, the last, when they played in Baltimore, uh, eight years ago, there was a, I think it was like five touchdowns in the last two minutes. Uh, wow. crazy stuff happens when these teams get together.
2: And I mean, what do you remember about that 1998 game? You were, that was your rookie season. You guys won 38 to 28. It was the first time the Minnesota, well, I guess the, the first and last time that the Minnesota Vikings have won in Baltimore.
0: I remember, uh, we returned two kickoffs for touchdowns. Wow. They returned one kickoff for a touchdown. <laughs> And one and, and one of those it was it was back to back, so three kickoff returns for touchdowns in in one game uh, does not happen very often. Um, and, uh, and you know and, and and you know what? If you're playing the Ravens, normally I mean, talk about Ravens, you're talking about a defense that uh, is normally pretty good or at the very least very physical. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that'll be a big part for the for the Vikings this this week. You know, kind of you kind of always look to your special teams to steal a game for you. And I say steal, I mean you know, come up big with a return or a, or a block for a touchdown or something like that. And this would be this would be a great week for the for the Vikings special teams to step up and do that. Well, I think all Vikings
2: fans will will take a Kane Wangu kickoff um, for a game when a touchdown uh, to end the game against the Baltimore Ravens on Sunday. But, Matt, thank you again. Always a pleasure talking to you. Uh, I know you'll be tuned in, right?
0: Absolutely, Gabe. Absolutely. I don't know who I'm rooting for, but I'll, I'll be. My boys will be rooting for Baltimore. Maybe I'll try to balance it out and root for the Vikings.
2: I love it. Well, if it's if it's two to two, then I'll cheer for the Vikings also. We'll we'll even it out a little bit. Sounds
0: great. man. Right,
2: talk to you later, Burke. Thanks, Gabe. All right, that was Matt Burke. Always good to talk to him. He knows a lot about both of these teams, being the fact that he played for the best Minnesota Vikings team of all time, and then the best Baltimore Ravens team of all time. So. Now it's an opportunity for both of these teams to go out there and prove to the world who is the better team on Sunday. m Bank Stadium, 12 p.m. Central Time. Tatum, before we get out of here, let's get your final take on Sunday's matchup.
3: Well, I'm going to just drill home the point that we talked about a bit ago about Andre Patterson's quote this week. It really just kind of – hit me and I was like, this is exactly what the message in the locker room needs to be. They're trying not to lose the game. You mm-hmm. have to believe they'll win the game. And it's about the mindset at this point because you can tell that they're playing so loose for, well, especially on the defensive side of things, they're playing loose for three and a half quarters and then they get kind of tight because it's gonna, it's they don't want to lose and someone makes a mistake or a mental error or something like that, which is only human. And... Instead, like, know you're going to win. Be confident. Mm-hmm. Go out there and, and and finish them. I mean, I ain't saying it like that, but that's what you got to do. And so, to me, that's what sticks out the most this week. That... And the offense finding rhythm. That yeah. is the most important part in there. Because I think this team just it's it's a confidence mm-hmm. issue at this point. And so if they can just get some more confidence on both sides of the ball, I think that they will, will be four and four and walk away winners over the Ravens, which I think would be a huge like a, almost like confidence an eyeball boost. win. I mean, e- but even more so, like on the record, it's gonna look oh yeah look really nice. You too. look at it
2: and say, Oh, they beat the Baltimore Ravens exactly. this year. Oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. good. I don't care how they win. I don't care if it's sixty two to sixty three in the Minnesota. Vikings win by one point all I care about is a win and let's get in yeah. that win column on Sunday and Tatum always a pleasure talking to you we'll be talking next week also but for yourself Matt Burke and producer Jay Nelson my name is Gabe Henderson thank you guys again for tuning into another edition of Vikings Vantage presented by Pepsi Pepsi that's what I
1: like